Hello, everybody, and welcome to Savvy Tidbits. This is Melanie, and today I thought I would talk a little bit about getting settled in a new city. Because in people's lives, a lot of people do end up moving around. Not everybody, not everybody wants to, but because of jobs or life situations or adventure, people do end up moving to different places. And I'm not exactly sure where this tidbits is going to go, but I thought I'd talk about it a little. So as many of you know, I recently, as in a week and a half ago, after being in the States on and off for 16 years, have moved back to Canada. I'm living in Montreal for now. I found a place and that, that was a whole drama. I think I'll get into that on the regular podcast because that is a long meandering story about the drama that met me with my accommodations when I got here. However, within two days, everything was sorted out. I had a different apartment than the one that I first rented. And well, no, you know what? Let's, let's go back a little because when I first realized I was no longer going to live in New York and needed to figure out somewhere else to live, I thought I'd try Montreal, mainly because people say a lot of good things about it. It is not super expensive. At least that's that's what I thought. And I went on Airbnb, which is an online booking site where people rent their apartments out, and I found a place that didn't seem that prohibitively expensive. Well, it is for me, but, you know, in general. And finding an apartment, if you do find yourself in the situation where you need to move to another place, it is really difficult to find an apartment a good apartment when you're not living there. If you don't want to go through a broker, I don't even know if there are brokers here. I'm sure there are, but in New York, people tend to pay a broker. I don't know how much, I think it's the equivalent of two or three months rent. And that can be $10,000. I'd say they probably pay between three and 10,000 for a broker to find them an apartment. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And going on someplace like Craigslist, it can be very useful, but you really need to see the apartment first. If you're going to have roommates, you need to meet the roommates first. And, you know, I don't want to be an age snob in any way and say, you know, at my age, I deserve this. But you know what? At my age, I deserve not to have roommates anymore, I feel. I've done the roommate thing. I've done the roommate thing a lot in New York, and it was fine, but I want my own space. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if I need to be in Montreal or a smaller, not smaller, but smaller city to have that space, that is a sacrifice that I'm willing to make. So although there is nothing wrong with having a roommate, I am very happy not to have any. And thus, Craigslist was not perhaps the best booking place for me. Airbnb is more expensive than just going to book an apartment, but people have reviews and the apartments are guaranteed. And what I learned when I got here is that when something goes horribly wrong, they will help you out, but they will help you out. They'll give you a, a travel credit. They will put you up in a hotel, which I, I had friends here and I didn't need that, but if necessary, they will not leave you stranded. And so really those guarantees for me, now that I know about them, will make me use Airbnb again. And so anyway, it's a good, it's a good place. You get to see pictures of the apartment. You get to read people's reviews. And I had, I found an apartment and then I ended up having to scramble and finding another apartment, which is a lot more expensive, but which I love. And honestly, by New York standards, for what I'm paying, this would pay for one room in a five-person flat. So I'd say four to five-person flat in a decent but not great area. So probably up in Harlem or, or out in Queens or in a non-trendy area of Brooklyn. So things are cheaper here. And honestly, a lot of things are getting pants shortened. I can't wait. I've had this stack of pants for months 
that need shortening, and they'll be shortened as of tomorrow. And that was inexpensive. Getting my bangs cut was $5 instead of 15 American, because don't forget our dollar is doing awful. So 15 American is more like 18.50 Canadian or 19. And I paid five. They, I guess, also did a good thing by cutting them way too short. So I won't need them shortened again <laughs> for a long time. But anyway, so here I am in Montreal. What are things people need to keep in mind when going to a new city? Well, the first is groceries, because grocery stores in the States, grocery chains in Canada, there are some national chains such as Safeway or Sobeys or Metro, I have learned here in Ontario and in Quebec. They have metros and you need to get to know when things go on sale or do sales just last a week? Is it a month? Like at Whole Foods in the States, things can go on sale for a month. So you need to learn sort of so it's it's helpful to learn when things go on sale, how long things go on sale for, and where it's best to get your staples. And not literally staples, because I have no idea where I would buy staples. But luckily, I don't need any. I also don't have a stapler. So it's getting getting groceries, figuring out groceries, doing that first big haul of groceries, or in my case, three three days of buying heavy things like frozen berries and almond milk, which was on sale. So I brought enough forever home, well, four of them and toilet paper, all of those things. So doing your first grocery shopping, finding your local grocery store, finding a nice little coffee tea store to hang out in. Yes, there are Starbucks and in Canada, there are second cup in Tim Hortons. But here in Montreal, there are so many nice little independent coffee places. And I've been trying a few of them out. And to be honest, I haven't liked the coffee or the tea in any of them yet. And oh, for a chai. I have to say in New York City, there are two places, Birch and Irving Farms. If you're in New York City, best chais ever. It's like a chai orgasm. So good. But yeah, no chais here have have even begun to measure up, unfortunately. So I'm feeling a little bit on the ragged side as far as, as, far as finding a cafe. However... In New York City, seating is at such a premium in coffee shops. You're lucky to get a chair, and you were very lucky to get a table alone. And here, yes, there are the hipsters working on their computers and people just people sitting there, but it's there is there is more room. So that is really nice. You can go to a restaurant or a cafe and things generally aren't as crowded. So I don't mean this to be a comparison between New York and Montreal. I guess I'll get back to the topic, which is how to get settled in a new city. So you need to find your grocery place. You need to find a place to go in and talk to people. If you don't know a lot of people, no, you're not going to meet your new best friend likely in a coffee shop. However, it is a way to at least have a bit of social interaction with people. Then you need friends or at least acquaintances. And if you don't have any um, in Montreal, I know two people. My One of my best friends in the world, Esther, who's from Prague, She's been on the podcast. Her mom has been on the podcast. Ruth was on uh, two years ago. And my friend Cameron, who is a fellow touring artist. And so I have two friends here, but it's a big city and there are a lot of days to fill and one does need to meet more people. So one thing that a lot of people use is Meetup. It's a webpage where you can find things that interest you and go to different meetups like skiing or bowling and instant friends. I admit, in New York, I did not have much luck with this site. 
I seem to be thrown into groups that of, of people that it's not just about talking to people. It's about talking to the right people. And I don't mean to sound snobby, but I do. I want people who are educated or at least interesting to talk to and be, oh, there's no good way to say it. I, just because they're warm bodies who are bowling beside me isn't enough socially for me. So I didn't have a lot of luck, but maybe that's New York. People are pretty insular there. So today I'm going to my first meetup. It is a knitting club. It's a French knitting club because here, of course, we're in Quebec and I am trying to improve my French. I am improving my French. I am officially bilingual. I went to school in French for 12 years, 13, 14, including preschool. But that was a long time ago and I do use it, but I, I am trying to get the intricate verbs and and idioms and slang down so I can sound a little better because people do respect you more when you can actually communicate adeptly, not just say, I want that bagel, but talk about the bagel you might have eaten the other day and not completely muck up the verbs. So meet up, that's an idea. And I have gone to check out the local yarn stores around here and people seem lovely. So I suppose that might be my portal to meeting people. So go to your yarn store if you're a knitter, and I assume most of you are. Talk to people. Is there a knitting club? Are there knitting events? Is there a yarn crawl? I suppose I just thought of this. I should have gone on Ravelry and seen if there's a Montreal group. So I will be doing that. So there's that. I suppose if you're a churchgoer, you could go to church and get to know people that way. That probably would work very well. I know that a lot of, this isn't for me, but jogging stores have jogging running groups. Yeah, I'll just have to not meet those people because I don't run. However, I've been walking something like 8 to 10 miles a day. And it's strange because it is so much colder here than in New York. In New York, I could wear my nice falling apart, but nice comfortable running shoes and walk for hours in theory, but I didn't. And here I'm wearing these awful heavy winter boots with two layers of pants and and it's not exactly the most pleasant get up and it doesn't make walking easy with the snow drifts and the like. However, for some... You know, maybe I should have talked about that instead. It's funny how much different cities change who you are because New York was making me complacent even though it's such an artistic center, New York was making me lazy in a lot of ways. It was making me lazy about pushing ahead in my career because I was relatively comfortable where I was living, seeing Deborah all the time, having lovely neighbors. It wasn't making me push my boundaries in any way. And now that I'm in a new city, I'm having to. And that includes, I suppose, physical boundaries. I, suddenly I feel like walking. I, there are more trees, there's more nature. I love walking through parks at night. It's a lot safer here. New York isn't dangerous, but you don't want to be stupid. And here I feel it's okay to be stupid. It's okay to go for a bagel at one in the morning or two. And they're open all night and there are bagels and they're really good. Okay, this has not been organized at all. But honestly, I'm not feeling organized today. This I'm. There's a certain sense of freedom in being in a city where basically nobody knows you. And while it can be and is crushingly lonely, at the same time, anything might happen. And definitely for me, there is a sense of being at home, even though it's French Canada and I, I'm not French. 
but I haven't been in Canada for a long time in my own place. As in 16 years, it's been 16 years since I have lived on my own in Canada. And it's really nice. Honestly, it's been about 16 years since I've had my own apartment without roommates. Huh. Yeah, that's a long time. Anyway, not good contemplations for the day after a birthday. But, okay, this is getting long. To the point, okay, you need to figure out where to get groceries. You need to figure out how to get out there socially, even if just to pass the time of day with some people. Because you don't want to be, have to go through an entire day without talking to anyone. You need to poke around the shops, get a sense of the neighborhood, get a sense of the vibe. Is it a walking city? Where is it safe to go? Where is it less safe to go? If it's a city where people speak a foreign language... Even if it's one you don't know at all, learn a few words in the language. Just people will appreciate you making the effort. For example, last night, my friend Esther did a birthday thing for me, which was really sweet. And there were four of us at the table. There was Esther's husband, whose native language is French. There was me. I'm English. Well, Canadian English. There was Esther, whose native language is Czech. And there was her friend, Guy, whose native language is Portuguese. And we were all talking in French. And to be honest, when I travel around the world and hang out with groups of local people, generally our language ends up being English. And it was kind of neat to be one of those people in the, speaking, in the, in the minority language-wise. You know, I was speaking someone else's language, and it made, it made it kind of nice. It felt less of sort of English privilege. It, it felt really nice. And I guess I don't know how else to get settled in the city, because it's only been a week, and... I should go figure out some more things and do another segment. But yeah, find your yarn stores, find your niche. And you know what? A new city is a completely valid place to reinvent yourself. Yes, of course, you're still the person you were before you came to this new place. But try some things. Meet new people. Be a slightly different person and see how it works for you. And don't be scared to start over again or don't be scared to start somewhere new. If the city you're living in doesn't work for you, it's easy to make excuses and say that it's good enough. But we deserve more than good enough in life. And it's worth the search to maybe find somewhere where that feels like home. And I am hoping, hoping that maybe this might be that place. We'll see. 